Welcome to the True Joy Revolution. I'm your host, Katerina Cormas, confidence, clarity, and mindset coach for new and aspiring entrepreneurs. This podcast is for women ready to leave nine to five behind and become the CEO of their own life and business. Each week, I'll be bringing you inspiring conversations with successful entrepreneurs who share their expert mindset and business secrets to help you cut through the overwhelm and take the steps to become the entrepreneur you were meant to be. This is where you connect to the life and business that is perfect for you and embark on the adventure that you were born to take. This is where the true joy revolution begins. Are you ready? Let's go. Hi, y'all. Welcome to True Joy Revolution. I am so excited to introduce you to Cynthia Long from Angel Roots and Boots. She's an uh, angel intuitive and a dear friend. And uh, she and I talk a lot about, you know, beyond the to-do list, beyond the plan, and how the universe, how the woo takes uh, takes place in our lives at the same time. Um, it's a little bit deeper conversation that we're going to have today, a little bit different. Um, and it's interesting because a few months ago I was doing a Reiki session. I'm a Reiki practitioner. And I was, um, I had a, I had a client on the table and I was at her feet and um, I kept hearing this message, trust the process. And I thought, well, this is good for her. I know where she's at in her life. It's a great message. And then I got to her head and which is like the connection to the divine, the universe. And I heard trust the process in both realms. And it actually, whether it was for her or for me to hear, I was like, oh, wow. I said, I, I, I literally almost said out loud, like, we don't even think about it like that, that there's a process in, you know, waiting for things to happen and, and, and dreaming about it and planning it and putting it on paper and doing the to-do list and, and trying to take the action and trusting that there's other things impacting us moving forward beyond, we don't have full control, beyond our control. Um, and I'm learning more and more just about how the body has an impact and how um, the stars aligning and the energy in the room or the energy around like even me and my neighbors, how <laughs> if they're acting up, it impacts my whole life. <laughs> um, but and then it got me thinking, like, I want to talk about this because we do, people, we all want to have control and start to take action and do things. And then we don't see the results or we wonder why, forgetting that there's so, there's divine timing, there's so many other things in place that we need to take into account. So I thought Cynthia is the perfect person to chat with because we chat these things all the time. <laughs> yes, we do. We definitely do. Um, so. Yeah, thank you, Katarina, for having me. I know that, uh, you know, I've been a friend and client of yours for a while now. And, um, you know, Katarina and I, like, we dive deep into this during um, my sessions, you know, with Reiki and massage. And, and then we wind up having a big, long, like, you know, chat afterwards as well. So um, we have discussed a lot of this, like she's talking about with, with Reiki. You know, we've had these experiences where she's gotten messages for herself as well as myself. Um, during sessions and I know that when um, you know specifically when I go to, to Katarina I I call in my guides my spirit guides my team and just ask them to go ahead and 
bring forward the messages that are best suited uh, for myself and for Katarina um, because she's having this experience as well. And like she was talking about, the energy, that uh, whether you can see the energy, you fully are 100% on board with the energy, it is there, you know. Um, and, and everybody, like the best way that I like to explain to people who are kind of like, oh, I don't know about this energy woo-woo business. I'll give you an example. Have you ever walked into a room after like two people have been arguing or you go to someone's house and you just kind of like, oh, you feel like you just kind of like you walked into their fight, even though you don't see them actively arguing, there's tension in the air. Like and you even have, there's the saying, you know, you could cut the tension with a knife. That is essentially the energy. You can feel that. You can also go into a space where you're like, oh man, I just feel so good here. I love this. I love this vacation spot. Like we want to come back here everywhere, every time because it feels so good. Or uh, don't like eating there because it wasn't really the food, but there was just some like sort of vibe. Maybe it was the waiter. Those are aspects of energy where we pick up on it. And like I said, even though you're not like diving in like, oh, this was exactly like the energy that I was feeling or, you know, the woo-woo of it. Um, we feel it, it, it impacts us. It impacts our experiences. It impacts us how we behave and react throughout days. Planetary energy, lunar energy, it all has a, a bit of an effect on each and every one of us. And so uh, one of the things that I do uh, as an angel intuitive is I call on folks' guides, you know, your, your guardian angels, if you will. And um, I channel that energy to bring you messages that are suited for your highest good. Folks that come to me, they're not going to receive a message that's um, scary and daunting. I'm not, you know, removing curses, you know, ancestral curses from anybody. <laughs> There's some weird stuff that I see people do. I'm just like, that's a bunch of malarkey, but okay. <laughs> to each their own. But um, I'm just sitting there talking with your guides and my guides and we're bringing forward like the most beautiful messages to help folks, whether they're in a position where they may be feeling a little blocked and stuck or they're looking for some confirmation and affirmations about what they're working on currently in their life. So that's how I do my work. I also channel it into angel blessed blends that I make with essential oils. Uh, call on your guides and they tell me like, I, you know, it's almost like a, I like to say like the Swedish chef, like it's a dash of this and it's a dash to that. And, and then poof, it's, <laughs> it's yeah. perfectly made just for that individual. Yeah. Um, and I post this stuff on Instagram, I have Instagram page, Facebook page, the Angel Roots and Boots, and um, I share all of this wisdom and, and knowledge with folks uh, on a daily basis. Um, so yeah. that's what I do, and you know, I'm I'm that person that like if you show an interest that you like have a question, I I can easily talk your ear off all about it. <laughs> that's good. I mean, you're so you're so knowledgeable. I mean, it's interesting because a lot of us. Um, we get, as we said, we get so focused on earthly, the earthly to-do list, the human life that we're living, um, that we can't tap into that intuitive, those two intuitive messages, unless you really start to, you have to, it's like a muscle you have to strengthen to mm -hmm. hear your messages, you know, and I, I, I talk about this with my clients all the time. Like you have to learn to tap into your intuition, whether it's get, you have to get quiet. You have to be in a space which with good energy right? You have to put yourself like if this is favorite park or favorite room, wherever it is, and just be okay with being with yourself and listening. Because when you start to, and people hear it in different ways, people see signs better than they hear it. Um, some people see things in their dreams or, you know, um, angels and guides speak to us in 
all kinds of ways, but a lot of, and, and even journal writing, free writing, and just asking a question and waiting for the answer to come. Sometimes we don't realize that our aha moments are actually divine messages that we heard. You know, it's kind of like when you, you really want to figure something out, you can't, so you walk away and you're, maybe you're going for a walk and all of a sudden it hits you. You allowed that space for that message to come in and, and, and you can hear it because you were open to it. You walked away from the, I'm so stuck in it. I'm not going to hear anything. I got to figure this out myself to, okay, I'm just going to walk away for a second. And you open that energy up. So we all have the ability to um, tap into our intuition, which is actually divine guidance for us. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's there for everybody. And, and you hit the nail on the head. It's a matter of actually being able to listen um, sometimes when we get into that busy work, we are purposefully not listening. You know, we're looking for some other distraction because we're afraid of what the answer might be, um, or we're afraid of the work that might have to be put into it, you know, so we will busy ourselves or we'll procrastinate with things. And this winds up kind of delaying that, that message that you had been, you know, asking for. Yeah. Uh, your guides, you know, lots of people will be like, I was in the, in the shower and I had an aha moment. It's because you were just not thinking. You weren't running through every task that you need to complete that day. You're just kind of going through the motions like lather, rinse, repeat. So, you, you know, and so you were able to go ahead and listen to the messages that were being provided to you. I love to also highlight to people that even when they don't think that they're getting a message, they are. It's just you know, like if you ever get in the car and your favorite song is playing on the radio and you're just like, oh my gosh, I love this song. I haven't heard this song in forever. It's a message. Like, or you wake up with a song stuck in your head and it's on like a loop. Listen to that little bit of that chorus or whatever the part that was like stuck in your head. That's typically a message for you as well. Yep. You know, for you to apply to, oh, I did ask for, you know, for God to give me a sign, the universe to give me a sign, for my grandma to, you know, say hello or, you know, yep. that type of stuff. So, you're spot, spot on. You have to be willing to listen. And so when we get stuck in that, that busy work and that grind, while, you know, sometimes it is um, essential, you know, yeah. to whether, whether it's, you know, getting stuff done or, you know, getting paid or what have you, there's also that balance that we need to seek. And that balance is where we just kind of get quiet. You know, you don't have to be like a huge yogi meditation guru type of a thing. You don't have to sit there like surrounded by 14 salt lamps. <laughs> just, just sit quietly, turn off TV, put your phone down, like don't even hold the phone mm -hmm. and just listen, you know, just listen to your breath. That's, that's where it starts. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we all have the answers. They're all, they're already there. Yes. I mean, there's, you don't have to seek them. They'll mm -hmm. come to you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So you, I mean, you, so you do your angel, your angel intuitive sessions and that really helps. And, and if you, you know, it helps you get connected to your guides in a way because yeah. you're, we're not normally, I mean, unless you're really seeking to get to know them and doing mm -hmm. some work, but it's a great start to, I know I used to get readings done because uh, at years ago, I couldn't just tap in. I didn't trust myself what I was hearing was right. Am I even hearing anything? Am I making this up in my head because I want them yes. to say that? <laughs> um, it takes a, a long time of getting quiet and being okay with getting quiet and being open to not just, not 
just he- making you hear what you want to hear, being okay with you might hear something you don't want to hear, like this isn't right for you. You know, that feeling of it doesn't feel right means it's not right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And you're, I mean, you're, and your guides are never going to give you like a horrible, like doom and gloom type of messages. You know, for example, if they're telling you that something isn't right, they're really they're just going to highlight to you, like, do you notice how you feel when you think about this? It doesn't feel good, does it? So let's, you know, seek another avenue. That's their, that's their message for you. If you ever are in a meditation or in a, some sort of thought process, <clears throat> a lot of folks don't, under, don't know this aspect. However, it's very important. If you hear something that sounds negative, degrading, um, I wouldn't say sassy because my guides are kind of sassy, but like ultra sassy um, or mean, that's not your guides talking to you. That's your ego talking to you. Okay. So your guides are always going to have your highest good. um, You know, like that's their best intention for you. Like they want you to tune in to the best thing possible for you. And they're going to deliver it to you in a, in a very loving manner. Okay. Um, They're never going to just go, you know, no, you're a big dumb, dumb. Don't do that. That's, that's not the way that they operate. So if you hear you're a big dum-dum, that's your <laughs> ego, that's not your guys. And so, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, you touched on it about, you know, am I, am I only hearing what I want to hear? Think about it. If, if what you're hearing is like, you know, uh, something that you know, and everybody that goes through this, like you, you have all the information in front of you, but you still are kind of like, ooh, I don't think that, you know, I really want to do that, you know, or I still want to do that, even though all this information is pointing to, I shouldn't, (laughs) you go with your gut. Okay. You're going to know if you feel good about what you're doing, you are like staying up at night, crying and worrying, then it's, then it's a green light go. But if you've got like a thousand reservations about it and it's keeping you up and it's twisting up your stomach and it's, you know, breaking your family apart, then you might want to reconsider and kind of maybe go back to the drawing board. Yeah. 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 That's it's such a good point because there is no negativity when it comes to your spirit guys. They're they're never going to talk in any negative. They're going to be more like, it's not right. This is a better direction. Yeah. It's not going to be, Oh, you're not capable of doing this. There is no capability of uh, you can or cannot Um, in the world altogether. There's no like you can or cannot. It's a, whether it's right for you and your journey and what you're meant to do versus not, not, yeah. Yeah. And sometimes it's whether it's right for you and your journey right now, or maybe it's in, in a little while, you know, it's, and sometimes people, um, you know, even with people in their prayer work, you know, oh, well it didn't happen. So it's a no. And I'm like, it's not necessarily a no. It's just not a, it's not right now. Yeah, you know, don't get upset. Don't think that it's all you know said and done and over with. It's just, it's just not a right now. And it could be, you know, like you mentioned, a matter of divine timing. It could be things still need to line up. It could be, you know, that you still have a little bit of work that you have to do on your end before you can meet up with that other, you know, match that you're, you know, seeking out. Yeah, that brings it. it it's it goes to divine timing that you can put in all the work and all the work's great that you're putting in, but -hmm. unless you're in the right place and all the other situations are in the right place, it's kind of like in the business world when you're looking for clients and you're like, gosh, I'm not attracting any clients. Well, it's not just you showing up to find them. They have to be ready to need you 
and yeah. they have to be in the right place and they have to be able to find you in a right, you know, a specific way. Um, it's all, you know, it's, it's kind of like finding like, I'm still single and 40 and it's like, but that person has to be ready. Yeah. At the same time I'm ready to, and they might just not be ready. I keep thinking like, maybe they're just still trying to figure themselves out, but mm-hmm. everything kind of has to, it's, the, it's like God playing chess or, you know, putting a puzzle together and making all yeah. the puzzles fit together. But you still need to keep going to do yes. your work and your inner work and learn your lessons in order for you to be in the right place at the right time. That's exactly it. And, you know, when you are factoring other people's, you know, <clears throat> energy and experiences, like you want to attract the right, the right, you know, vibration, the right match to you. So if they're still working on their stuff, do you really want them coming to you like half done? You know, the answer to that is no. Like I'm sure lots of folks can attest that they've been in a situation that they've been with someone, work with someone who's just not really, you know, up to speed and, you know, not at their level. And um, it's not to say that they are a bad individual to be with or work with or what have you be a friend with. It just doesn't match, you know, and, and, uh, my husband likes to say there are 7 billion people in this world and you're not going to get along with each and every one of them. And it's absolutely true. Um, and it just, it's just a matter of energy. Like they're still doing their thing. You're doing your thing. It doesn't mean that it's, you know, you can't ever be a friend again or work together again. It's just not right now. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's kind of freeing in a way because, you know, so many of us worry about what other people think of us and we want everybody to like us. First of all, your husband brings up a good point. You cannot please 7 billion people in the world. 7 billion people are not going to need your services, your products. They're not going to need to be your friend. There's and, and you think about it, there's only, I can only be friends with a certain amount of people before I cannot do be a good friend to them. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And you know, when you, when you start looking at, you know, in, in that avenue, then you, first of all, are not a good friend to yourself. You know, you are doing yourself an absolute disservice. Yeah, you know? trying to be so, too much to everybody. Yeah, and that's not what that's not what you're supposed to do. I'm not, I'm not saying go out there and be mean, just be like, you know, attack to the hand type of a thing. That's not it. You just you can be polite, just like you know, my cup of tea, but thanks anyhow. Yeah, you know how many times? I mean, I, I feel like sometimes I'm not a bad friend, but I. I move past people and the friendship just doesn't work for me anymore. It doesn't hold anything that they're just, and you bring up a good point. I want you to talk about it. The frequency, like they're just on a different frequency than I am. They're not, they're not vibrating at the same level. And I, you know, sometimes those people, when you try and keep that friendship or relationship going, you're struggling. But I remember my ex and I, I remember doing a Reiki session after we ended it and I had to break a connection. It was like one of those like really intense Reiki's. And I always pictured he was behind me because he wasn't growing per- developmentally, like personal development. And I was moving faster. And I remember we, it was like being, my, his chest was to my back and I had a cut, like he was behind me. And I always remember that being like, some people need to do their own work. Yeah. And you're just doing your own work on a different frequency and vibration. And it just doesn't match up. So talk a little bit though about, cause you hear that a lot in the quote unquote woo world, uh, yeah. your vibration, you know, Talk a little bit about for those people that don't understand vibrational energy. And well, you can think about it like uh, AM radio, FM radio, satellite radio. Okay, so I, I think even even the young folks can you know know what AM radio is. 
Right. So it comes in wavelengths that are different frequencies and that's how you pick up the channel on your antenna. So imagine that you are the antenna. You want to turn your frequency, right? You don't want AM radio because it's a little scratchy and fuzzy. FM radio, uh, okay, maybe it's got too many commercials in it, okay? <laughs> you want to go start going towards the satellite radio, okay? You want to lift up that vibration. You want to do things that are high vibrational, and that, that usually means, like, you know, kind of tuning into yourself, doing some healing work on yourself, you know, working on your breath work. Like I said earlier, you don't have to be, like, super, like, woo-woo and cover yourself with crystals, but there are levels that you do need to kind of clear out energetically in order to get to that higher vibration. Um, you know, some people are, will say, you know, it's all about your diet and I'm going to, I'm going to be the first one to tell you that it's not a hundred percent your diet. You know, if you're, if you're drinking nothing but sodas and, and Gatorades, I'm going to suggest maybe some water <laughs> and, um, maybe cool it on the processed food and have some real food, but I'm not going to say you have to go vegan right now in order for you to listen to your guides. Cause that's not how it works. <laughs> so, you know, just doing a little bit of your own energetic work. Energetic work can simply be reacting differently to a situation that you would have, you know, um, maybe been a little bit abrupt with before, uh, or maybe you have healed beyond something, so you're not going to get mad about something someone says or does, and instead you're just going to show compassion and just be like, oh, man, that person's really going through something, and I feel bad for them, but that's not my issue right now. I need to work on me. So I send them, you know, my prayers and my love, but I don't need to be actively involved in their drama or what have you. Mm -hmm. Other ways to simply uh, raise your vibration, your energy is be in nature. Um, just take your flip flops off and just put your feet on the ground, you know, in your yard, um, at the park, whatever. Um, I was actually at the golf course the other day. My daughter had a lesson and I slipped my shoes off and stood there with my feet on that grass because I love that soft little, that golf course grass. The cool <laughs> feeling of the grass. Yes, it feels so good. And so I, that was my moment. Like I, I watched her, you know, do her, you know, practice shots and do all that. Well, I just grounded my energy and I am not kidding. It is just as simple as that. Like people are like, are you going to go hug a tree or something? Yeah, hug a tree if you want to. Talk to the tree. Tell it thank you for the shade. Thank you for the energy and the, and the oxygenation that it brings to the environment. Whatever. Yeah. Gratitude. Gratitude is a great way to shift your, your energy, your vibration is just, yeah, when, you're, when you shift to gratitude, when you shift to that peaceful energy, you don't have room to be weighted down on the complaining, the negativity, exactly. and everything seems possible. And you kind of want to be a kinder person. You want you, yes. you more hope in your life and everybody else's life. You want to be helpful. Yes, absolutely. You know, um, I'm sure that you even recommend this to your folks about writing out gratitude lists, you know, that that like will shift their energy, you know, it's just, you know, it doesn't matter whether you're in that business aspect or you're in the family aspect or what have you, personal level writing out the things that you're grateful for, even just three things you're grateful for, simple things, I actually can shift that energy. A jar on my desk. Once in a while, I'll write what I'm grateful for. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, and pull it out. Like if you're having a rough day, open up the jar, pull out one of those, you know, pieces of paper and read it to yourself. And you'd be like, oh yeah, that's so simple. And why am I worrying about this other inconsequential stuff? Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know, they say like, if, if, if it's not going to matter five years from now, then why are you spending five minutes on it? And so many of us will spend 
dozens of five minutes on something, you know, and let it just tear us apart versus just figuring out like, is this my issue to, to handle? Do I need to let this go? Can I come back to this in, you know, tomorrow in 24 hours after I slept on it? Mm -hmm. You know, so having a shift in perspective, um, having gratitude, being in that place of compassion, all fantastic ways to just naturally lift that vibration. And so when you do that, you know, when you're in that space, you will find that you start naturally calling these things to you. And you'll be like, you know, I mean, it's almost like, like the, the lights at the, at the intersection will start turning green for you. Like if you would put like a visual to it, that's how your life will feel like. Like it'll just be like green light after green light. You're like, wow, I thought I find that I'm like, things are moving a little bit easier. And it's because you're no longer throwing up the red light, the block for yourself, you know? Yeah. And of course, there's going to be moments where you do hit a block, where you do have to come to a, a standstill, a four-way stop, and look all directions before you take off again. And, and that's just part of life, because in those, in those moments of like lessons and integration, we're, we're working through our stuff. It doesn't mean that that's it, the car is dead, and we're never going to be able to go anywhere again. It just, we need a moment. We need it's to like an ourselves. moment where you have to get over the challenge. You're going to learn something Ooh. by getting over the challenge. And then absolutely. And, and I, you know, I noticed that, I mean, I remember in my twenties, I was very depressed I, I, for chemical, you know, from hormone reasons and, and just life situation. And I could not, this is why I have true joy experience. Cause I could not find joy. I honestly thought I am incapable of feeling joy. Everything is miserable. I hate work. I hate school. I don't have the best friendships. My relationships going nowhere. I mean, I was stuck in that energy and I must have been Debbie Downer. Like I tried to still be a kind person and care about my friends, but I was so stuck in that energy. And I've learned in my 30s, you know, when I do start to celebrate, and I talk about this with my clients all the time, you've got to celebrate even the little things. Yes. If you're seeing something negative, find the one small thing. I was telling somebody um, the other day, who was doing her first live videos on Facebook. And I, and she's like, oh, I watch it after and I criticize myself. I'm like, all you have to do is find one thing. It could be like, you loved your arms that day or heck, you know, your hair looked great. It didn't even have to be anything. Just focus on the one thing you liked and in every single video. And all of a sudden you'll start to realize, oh, I really, I really like doing videos and I, I'm okay with watching myself and I'm really doing good. But if you're stuck only seeing the negative, that's when your life, you start to struggle. You're not intuitively connected. You're not trusting the process. You're going to, you're not going to move forward at all because you're so, everything's wrong. I have debt. I can't, I can't do this. I can't do this. I can't do this. But when you switch to gratitude and celebration and giving yourself the alone time and the permission to, you know, have your ups and downs, the world all of a sudden opens up and that's when you start to flow and you're like, Oh my God, look at everything's all my goals are being hit. And I, I know what I want. I feel more confident. It's that, and people don't realize it's energy and it's, your thoughts become things because your thoughts become your energy. Yes. Yes. That's, that's, uh, that's precisely it. Your thoughts become your energy. So if you're staying in this, like, like you said, Debbie Downer moment, and you just, then you're attracting to you other people that, you know, are Debbie Downers, you know, the misery loves company, that's what you're drawing to you, but, and, but you actively know, I don't want this anymore, I don't, I don't want to be in this little, like, cycle any longer, so you know what you want, you have to start then switching it up and seeking out the things that you do want versus the things that you don't want. 
So, and that's fine knowing what you don't want. That's like, we go through those experiences in our life so, so that we can specifically go, I did not like that and I don't want to do that again. So shift it and move forward. Instead of sitting in that, in that pocket of guilt where you're like, why was I so dumb? And why did I do this? And why did I date that person? And why did I open my mouth and stick my foot in it? I, you know, have your moment where you're just like, oh, but then, like you said, find the, like celebrate what was right in that moment. Yep. Yeah. Look for the yeah. lesson too. That's what I learned yes. when I wallowed in my past so much is what did I learn about mm-hmm. myself and who did I become that I can now be a more confident person now. And so yes. whenever I think of, oh, this went wrong, this partnership didn't work out, I think, but what did I learn? Mm-hmm. And how did it make me a better person? And then I can let it go because, hey, I learned that lesson. I don't want to learn it again, which every time I come to struggle, it's the universe saying, you need to you need to face this inner issue so that you can learn to be more confident so that yes. I can then give you the next piece of your life. Yes, that's yeah. precisely it. That's precisely it. You know, and yeah, those moments, they are, um, they can be very challenging. Um, they can downright suck. <laughs> but we, you know, when we're outside of it, then we can look back and go, Ooh, wow. I did not like it. So, and then I, you know, for you to actively say, you know, thank you, God, thank you universe for that lesson that I learned. I have learned it and I am ready to move forward and not repeat that again. You know, and the universe listens. (laughs) It does. It does. And there were moments where you will be tested. Well, they'd be like, are you sure you don't want this anymore? And you have to actively stand up and go, no, I don't want that anymore. It's okay, a that looks that looks really pretty on the outside. Yeah, that looks really pretty, or that's super easy. But been there, done that, got the t-shirt, and ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. That's a, that's a cruel trick. But that's a. Are you sure you learned your lesson? Here it is again. You know how many times exes have come back? You know, I've reached out, and it took me years to be like, don't answer the phone. You don't. You're not going that way. You're going uh-uh. this way. <laughs> and some people take that as like a oh the universe sent them back to me because we we're meant to be together and I'm just like no it was a no test. the universe sent it as back to you as a test okay like remember how awful this hot guy was remember <laughs> don't answer his test <laughs> delete delete but delete yeah yeah I yeah I there you will find that. Um, the more times you repeat the lesson, the easier it is to learn. Okay, there are going to be stuff that you pick up right away and you're like, I'm good to go. But then there's going to be some stuff that happens in your life that you just keep falling back on it and, and you're not going to realize that you were stronger and able to, you know, like move outside of that energy, uh, you know, until you actually step up and do it. Yep. Yeah, I was talking to a friend. I was at lunch with her yesterday, and we were talking about money. And she was she was laughing because she's like, I had to work with a debt, like a not a collection agency, but like a credit uh, people. Of yeah, that like restructuring. <laughs> a couple of times, she's like, it took me a while to learn my lesson. I just kept thinking of God going, we got to do this again. <laughs> And I'm basically, you got to do it again. You didn't learn it the first two times. Let's go around for number three. (laughs) Yep. But that's where it's so important to have that partnership with the universe. When you can take the moments to tap into your intuition. Because when, you know, this is one thing I wish they would teach in school about self-development and also meditating and learning to get quiet so you can hear things because... 
along the way, if I would have known that there was a guide, there was guidance happening that, you know, cause you think about it, you were born naked, right? This is, these are the things I think about in the shower. We were born naked. There was no manual that came with us, right? There wasn't even clothes. So we were born with the like intention of, you don't need anything else. It is you and me, kid. You know, like you could be naked to do your work. You don't need a manual on how to do it because whoever created you is going to guide you along the way, right? God's going to guide you. Um, and that's what we were born with. We were born with the spirit and our body. And so that was the guidance. And I just think if I would have known some of the stuff, it, like my life would have been smoother. My, it's so much more relief for me that I'm not in control <laughs> all the time, right? That, that I, it's not all me. And that if I just get quiet and that, you know, I, and I want to talk about this with you, but, you know, I often think earth was created with everything. We get medicines from plants. We get medicine from food itself, water. It's all provided in the atmosphere, in, on the earth, on the, in the ground. Um, you know, I think I felt like God was always saying, I gave you everything you need. Just dig it up. Like, and that's what I think about like with crystals. And I think about the stars and the universe, like the mm -hmm. energy is all there. You know, the crystal energy is all there. The food energy is all there. Like yeah. everything's there. It's how you use it and tap into it. It's same with yourself. Like how do you, how do you use the, uh, the brain power that you have? How do you use your physical strength or your, you know, tenacity, you know, yeah. it's, it, there one is not you know more so than the other you know it's it's a matter of how you tune in and how you use it and when you use it are you using it at the correct time <laughs> you know? point. yeah yeah no there's I think I mean I think that's like if you wanted to go like that that's probably like a whole other like you could <laughs> like you seriously you could dig deep and you could do like a whole like three podcasts just on that alone but um you know, just to touch base on it. Yeah. There's so much out there that is already readily available to you. And, and so much that's already like within you, mm -hmm. you know, that you, you're, you're not having to call out. I'll give this example, love, because this is, this is something I think that when people think about going to a medium, to a psychic, like they want to ask about their love life, you know? <laughs> yeah. And so I'll, I'll just use that one as an example. You know, when folks start asking like, well, where, you know, where's my, you know, my soulmate, my twin flame, but whatever they want to title it, you know, where's my partner at? I have to stop and I just like redirect and I just go, do you love you? Like, do you love every single aspect of you? Like you want somebody to come and love you, but you know, and tell you that you're beautiful and tell you that you're smart and tell you that you're successful. But do you tell yourself these things? Because that's where it starts. Like if you can look at yourself in the mirror, you know, fully naked and you can still go, I absolutely love you. I love your stretch marks. I love your thigh dimples. I think you are the smartest person in this room, <laughs> whether you're in the room by yourself or not. <laughs> what do you tell yourself? Because you need to be the one supplying that wisdom and that strength. Don't look for stuff on the outside of you. Okay. So, you know, and if you can't love yourself 100% how you are, then you can't expect somebody else to do that for you. Well, and that's the same even, you know, with my clients that are starting businesses. I'm like, no matter what you do, your business 
in your life, whatever goals you have in life, it's all you. And the only way other people are going to be attracted to you, to work with you, to hire you, to love your art, to love your book that you wrote, you have to love you completely in anything. And, and you know, it's funny when you talk, I was talking to my acupuncturist about the love addicts. The people that just go from all they're seeking is the love from somebody else. And it's because it's the only way they can identify loving themselves. And, and that, but it goes with not just relationships it's with life too. Like I had to come a long way as a coach to loving myself and being okay that I'm not, my life's not perfect. I can still coach other women have all my ducks in a row um that i'm okay on video even if i have blueberries in my teeth that i can still love my message i've done that so many times (laughs) drink blueberry smoothies and i don't and and if you're not in like a light and like you're outside in the sun and you can't really see what's in your teeth you're just like i'm on video talking and then you look at it going well i'm not gonna redo it so but you have to love and be like okay my hair wasn't perfect okay i had to wear my glasses and that okay i have a pimple Mm -hmm. and then um you know it's it goes back to the energy if your energy for yourself is love then there you're gonna send energy out that is love yes you know, and you're talking about the love addicts. You know, there's like job addicts as well. Like they hop from job to job to job. Because they will like put out there that, oh, well, this job wasn't fulfilling my, you know, my creative strengths. So this job didn't do this for me. And I'm just like, but what were you doing for the job? Like you went to it because there was something about it that you were drawn to. There was something about it that you loved, you know, and even if, if, even if it was the paycheck that you were like all about, well, then there still was an aspect that you enjoyed doing in order to receive the paycheck. Yeah. So yeah, people like if you are like one of those hoppers of relationship, of friendship, of job, like you need to stop and turn the mirror around and look at yourself and just go, where, where do I feel that I am like lacking in order to be, you know, what do I need to fulfill in order to like stop this little perpetual cycle? Yeah. Yeah. The cycle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, okay. So crystals, I'm, 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 yeah, so well, well, let's talk about like research. So, so it's interesting because I got into crystals. I so I, honestly, I was drawn to crystals years ago. I must have been like maybe nine or ten. Mm-hmm. I went to the Museum of Natural History and I loved the crystal display, the gemstones, and I just in the rocks. And I, I know I never remembered it. And then I got into crystals. Uh, probably about nine or 10 years ago when I moved to Rochester, Rochester, New York has a very spiritual, um, like community. Like that's where I learned. That's where I became a Reiki practitioner. And I remembered that when I went to the museum, when I was 10, I had bought some rocks. (laughs) That's all I knew them as. And they were in, they were in the basement still. My mom keeps everything. Right. And they had been on a corner shelf that they were just in a box. And like, I thought nothing of it. And I didn't bring it in with me, but it's um, a huge amethyst that I had bought. And then there was another one that I think might've been clear quartz, but I can't remember where it is or what I did with it. And then there was a third one that I think was actually just a rock. I'm pretty sure it was a rock. (laughs) As ugly as a rock too. (laughs) But um, now that amethyst, I mean, it was huge. And back then, 
they cost nothing back. I'm sure yeah. at the museum, it probably costs like 15 bucks because it was a museum. <laughs> but like back then, it wasn't as big of a thing as it is now. And then now, yeah. as a Reiki practitioner, I always use them. And I find I'll grab one without thinking of it. It's just like something to hold. And it'll be one that might correlate to something I'm going through. If I'm struggling with speaking up about something, I'm probably picked up aquamarine or turquoise or blue yeah. or something. Yeah. Um, but they, you know, I think a lot of people see them now. I mean, even Target sells like rose quartz every once in a while. I'm like, is it, <laughs> I think it's hilarious. <laughs> Okay, so I had this like big amethyst here on my desk. Oh my gosh, I love it. So I was the same. I was, I think, uh, like either seven or eight, oh, probably eight, and went to a friend's house, and she, her parents were divorced, and she had just come back from being at her dad's that weekend, and they had gone and done something, and um, she came home with like a bag of rocks, and um you know and they're in like a little velvet bag and she's showing me all the pretty rocks that she got while she was with her dad and i'm like oh my gosh and so i'm picking them up i'm touching them everything and so she says well do you want one of my rocks and i was like no these were a gift from your dad and so she goes no but i want you to have one and so she we laid them all out on her bed and she goes pick the most favorite one and i was like well, what if my most favorite one is your most favorite and she's like it's okay because i love all of them and i was like oh I chose a tiny little amethyst one. And that was like, I love that. I love that rock. And it had like, you know, the purple one, but it was also clear. And when I sat it in my bedroom window, the sun would come through it and like put little like purple and like glowy rainbows on my, on my closet door. And, and so that was like my first introduction. And it was, there was just something about it that just called me to it. And um, so I totally get it. Like, you know, just be like, ooh, rock. Uh, and so now I have dozens of <laughs> all over the house. All over. Attic, forget I have them in my bag. I'm like, what is this? Oh, that's my aquamarine. It's right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, um, you know, and like you said, they're a little bit more mainstream now, so they're easily found. You know, and whether you find it in jewelry that you're buying at Target, or it's you know that you're going to like a um, a craft show, and there's like you know, those like big things of amethyst and it's like a turn into a water fountain or something, you know? Yeah. So they're everywhere now. And it's because people are like, oh, there's actually something about this. Like it's more than just a pretty piece of, you know, you know, art or statement piece in your home. There's something about this. I like, like having it in my purse. I like having it on the edge of my tub, you know, I like, mm -hmm. you know, I like wearing it on my wrist, <laughs> you know, there's, so there's, there's a, you know, people like picking up and tuning into that energy. And so each one of the crystals carries a different frequency um, and does something a little different. There's, there's quite a few out there that kind of have like similar attributes. Yeah. Um, and I actually wrote an ebook about like some simple, easy, quick uh, books or uh, crystals that you can get and have for yourself, you know? And, and so like, if there's, I put out there that they're like your basic group, the you know, basic, the basic ones, rose quartz, the clear quartz. Yes. <laughs> yes. Citrine, amethyst, um, like a piece of black tourmaline and then a piece of selenite. And so those were like, you know, your pumpkin spice of the, of the crystal world, you know, <laughs> 
And so those were the ones that I was like, look, if, if you were just starting out, these would be the ones that you would want to have because they cover all your bases. Yeah. And you don't have to have a big, giant, fancy one. You could just have a tiny little piece and the energy is still the same. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and there's so many out there. Like there's like super like expensive gem quality ones. You don't need that. Honestly, you don't. There, yes, they might be more aesthetically pleasing, but the energy that comes off of them is going to be pretty much the same. So let's say that you picked up two pieces of amethyst and they're about the same size, you know, coloration, you know, price. One of them is probably going to speak to you more than the other. So that's where you're just kind of like, oh, me and this this piece kind of like have a little vibe here. And it could be the same with like, you know, when you put on a necklace, like I like this necklace better. I don't know what I, you know, that one's okay. It's pretty, uh, but I never wear that one, you know, but I love this one, you know. Same kind of thing. There's an energy to it that you're attracted to. And usually it's like when you get dressed. Yes. And you're right. And it usually is because you need it. Even if you're just like, oh, I don't know why I was carrying this in my pocket for three days, but now since an incident has happened and now I know. Yeah. But, you know, and, and the colors also, you know, like Kevin was saying, colors go with the different chakras and points of your body. So, um, just like maybe you're drawn to wear a certain color that day, you'd be drawn to a certain crystal that day because of its coloration. You know, yeah, you're having a little bit of trouble speaking your truth. You just had an argument with your mom and, and you want to stand your ground, but you don't want to be, you know, super mean. So you might go and get, you know, a piece of turquoise, a piece of aquamarine, um, you know, in order to speak your truth and with, with love, but from your perspective as well, so they can respect you. So purple, calling in that crown energy, you know, third eye energy. So yeah, it, there are different color variations in um, that go with that energy as well. Yeah. And it's powerful. You know, a lot of times I don't even think about it. And it's kind of like a craving. You know, when your body craves something because you're missing a vitamin. Uh, Crystals are the same because they said, like, as we talked about the the vibration, you know, everything, like my phone has a vibration. Well, not when it's it's ringing. (laughs) But it's still still putting off energy. You know, you pick it up, it's still warm. Mug, everything solid has a vibration to Mm -hmm. it. It's just a slower vibration because they're solid objects. But like, the the you know you might feel like really down like love right you just broke up with somebody you know your 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 vibration is going to be kind of low you're sad rose quartz has the vibration that your heart needs to kind of get it back to i think it's like rose quartz and green i think i think it's mostly green is heart but like rose quartz is also heart like to get you back and to feel kind of bring in the love again Yes. And so it's hard. It's one of those hard things that people have a hard time believing in because you can't see it. It's not a medicine you take that makes you alters your state of some, some way. It's very subtle. But I, I mean, if you go and you look at a, you know, go around the stores and you look at all them, you're going to be drawn to not just a specific color, but in all of the citrines, you're going to be drawn to one of the wrong, one of them. You're going to be like, I need this one for whatever reason. Um, it's kind of a gamble, but it yeah. do work and people put them in their waters. So they'll put them in the bottom of the water so that yeah. they drink. You it. have to be care- Yeah. So you have to be careful of what you're putting in your, in your, uh, anything that you're ingesting. Oh yes. You don't want to swallow, um, want to swallow it. <laughs> but like, so like clear quartz would be fine for you to put in there a piece of, and, um, a piece of polished rose quartz, uh, you know, polished amethyst, um, you know, those are fine. Those are fine for you to put into your water. Um, 
you know, don't put anything that's water soluble. So like anything like selenite will just essentially just turn into salt water. Um, there's a couple, yeah, there's a couple of others as well. Like, uh, for example, I have these here on my desk. These are called Boji stones and they are um, made from the earth. So they're made by like rolling around at the base of this mountain and um, they'll just turn into a mud ball. Like if you, if they got wet. So that's not something, yeah. So they, you know, they, they have energy and they also have like, you know, a maintenance, if you will. <laughs> so, you know, um, yeah. So people put them in their, put them in their waters, um, put them in their baths or, you know, line them up along like the side of the tub. You know, when I make my uh, angel blessed blends, they all have crystals inside of them. So, and they are to kind of align with the vibration that the, you know, what folks are working through. Um, you know, I've got one here, right here on my desk, and this one is the Wake Up, so it's got citrine in it. It's like a bright um, peppermint and orange scent, um, and then it's got citrine in it because it's like bright, and then it's got clear quartz as well because clear quartz is an amplifier, so you want to amplify the energy, and you want to feel kind of peppy and awake versus shaky and on your 15th cup of coffee. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying anything bad about coffee. I love coffee, but it comes to a point in my day where I need to be able to type. And if I can't, then I can't work. <laughs> <laughs> You're shaking uncontrollably. Can't <laughs> 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 still. So you know, try to find a different avenue to uh, to raise that vibration versus the caffeine. <laughs> well, and, and you bring up a good point because uh, aromatherapy is another. You know, we mm -hmm. do it for. Some people say for health benefits, but it's also vibrational. It's also because it's plant based and yes. it's also, you know, for, I mean, like, like you said, it changes your energy. It brings you this, it's peppermint, wakes me up. I always have peppermint with me. Yeah. Um, it wakes me up. It wakes me up. It makes me energized. It actually gets rid of my migraines. Um, makes me actually focus better. You actually, they say if you smell peppermint while you're working out, you work out longer. Yeah. It changes your energy. Um, you know, lavender's calming. Yeah. Lavender can calm you down, make you sleep. Yeah. There, I mean, there's so many out there and there's so many like blends to put together. Like, so when I put something together, I always make sure it smells good. Um, I have in the past for folks, I'm just like, look, your, your blend is going to smell like vinaigrette, <laughs> but that's what your guides called <laughs> to me. So don't put this anywhere near your nose or your face. Just put it on the bottom of your feet. You're and you're good. Sell it after you. Uh, I know. I made something for someone, and I told him, "I'm like, I can either make this into three different batches, and you have to pay me for three different ones, or I can put them all in one, and it's going to smell like salsa." And so he's like, "Why well, like salsa?" And I was like, "Okay." So I sent it to him, and he was like, "Oh my gosh." He goes, I'm actually calling, he goes, because I titled it with his name on it. And he goes, I'm changing the name to this. And this is now called Mexican Fiesta. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I smell like I just ate salsa. And I was like, okay, that's like, okay, sometimes, but sometimes that's not okay. And he's like, I know. He goes, I actually like the scent, but then his partner did not. And his partner was just like, why does it smell in here? And he's like, it's me. <laughs> Oh my God. But I would be walking around with chips. Constantly. I know. That's why I was just like, do you have chips at the ready? And so, so, you know, for the most part, they all smell really good. Um, I always will consult with the client. Like, are you going to wear this like around your face, on your wrist, somewhere where you can smell it? Or are you just, are you cool with just putting this on your feet and, uh, and not smelling like sometimes like it's a little earthy. Like I have a girlfriend that she abhors earthy scents. So any like frankincense, myrrh, that anything with that, any sort of patchouli, she's like, she's not okay with that. 
Um, but her guides are like, she needs it because she's a little bit too elevated. So she needs to ground her energy. So I mask it for her. So the, she's got frankincense in there, but then she's got like a ton of orange. <laughs> so it smells like orange to her, but really it still carries uh, the, the, you know, the, the vibration and the oils that she needed to ground her back down. I used to, I used to, I remember living in Rochester and my body, I was used to put frankincense on my feet almost every night in mm -hmm. my lotion. I loved burning, you know, patchouli with rose yeah. oil. And now I can't do it. It's oh. interesting. I cannot, I try, chocolate doesn't like, my dog doesn't like it either. I burned, I was, um, in my diffuser, I had frankincense and he walked in, he was outside playing and he walked in and he walked right back out. Like he went like this and walked right back out. And I was like, okay, no more frankincense. And even I couldn't, <gasps> for some reason, I love frankincense. And it's, it goes to what your body needs and what your, yeah. it's, a, it's a, you know, it's kind of like aromatherapy. Like if your body yeah. is drawn to, like a lot of times, Lang Lang cannot, I cannot do. But Too other sweet. times it's in a blend and I'm like, I need it. Yes. I need more of this. Yes, it smells really good with anything citrusy, by the way. It cuts the sweet on it. Yes. Um, I make a couple blends where it's got a little bit of Lang Lang in it, and then it's got citrus like to brighten it. And um, folks that order it will just like, what is in here? It smells like heaven. I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Makes it well. But these are great tools um, for yeah. you know, getting your energy in the right place. Yes, yes. You know, it's, and, you know, <laughs> You know, like you were talking about aromatherapy, think about like smelling something that takes you back someplace that you enjoy. You know, like we can smell stuff that'll take us somewhere that, you know, brings up maybe a, a memory, a situation that we're just not, you know, it could be like somebody's perfume will remind us of an ex or someone yeah. we worked with that we didn't like or, you know, what have you. Um, but then there can also be scents that you smell and it takes you back. And you're just like, oh, it smells like my, you know, like my third grade, you know, field trip or this smells like, you know, my best friend in the summer or mm. so, you know, and everybody sent, you know, like their palette with their, you know, olfactory senses are all different. So what smells good to one isn't going to smell good to the other. And, you know, and it varies as well. Like, you know, someday you might be okay. You know, like you said, smelling lightly and there might be times where you're just like, oh, I can't deal with it today. <laughs> Most of the time I can't deal with it. <laughs> I, you know what? That's me with vanilla. Like, I love it. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm like that with vanilla. I cannot stand, I like to eat stuff that has like vanilla in it, but smell a vanilla candle, no, no. Vanilla scented lotion, no, I will, I'm, that, that's one of those like uh, trigger scents that I'm just like, oh, 12th grade, all over again. Old days of like Yankee Candle or like Bath and Body, which is a fake yeah. vanilla. So when I smell fake. anything with vanilla, even if it's a natural vanilla, I, I can't do it. I yep. Go back to. Yeah, I'm right there with you. So, so I, you know, just, I hear you. But, but like, you know, folks, they're just like, oh, like the smell of like fresh cut grass or the rain, like. Oh, just like relieves like all attention just like flows out of me you know right. so yeah mm -hmm. yeah like that smell of like ozone and like hot tarmac you know <laughs> that's the smell of spring coming <laughs> yes <laughs> so let's chat briefly though about beyond earth and like the stars and because yeah. I always remember because my grandfather ever since I think he was born he would get migraines on a full moon. 
like bad migraines, can't open it every time it was a full moon, couldn't open his, open his eyes. And we always we didn't need a calendar. We just knew it's full moon because he only got migraines on the full moon. And that's mm -hmm. when I, that was early on that I realized, wow, wait, the moon really has an impact. And it wasn't until I started to realize that certain things that are happening in the stars actually affect energy which affects us because we're energy yes. and we're not you know it's not like it's on the news like this is happening with the solar flares or whatever <laughs> you have to really dig to find out the information but i'm i'm affected by solar flares flares yeah. i didn't know and it took me tracking the headaches i was getting and the mood yeah. in order to be like oh every time there's a this type of solar flare yeah and and they come in at different frequencies too because sometimes people might be like highly affected and then sometimes they just might like oh yeah i was a little bit agitated versus like i had a full-blown tantrum mm -hmm. you know so yeah um lunar energy planetary energy it affects us all differently but it still affects us so you know we have something called a natal chart whether you you know check your uh your astrology you know your horoscope for the day or not you still have a natal chart and it's based upon your time of birth and the location of uh you know where you were born in you know respective you know countries yeah because the planets are going to align to different areas you know different times of the day and so each one of those planetary aspects is going to affect you differently um even twins have the exact same planetary aspect but they might pick up different things things might be a little bit more highlighted in their charts than yeah, and, uh, yeah I, I just I learned that recently and I was like oh, that's that's why like you can be like well this twin is kind of moody and this twin is kind of peppy and um, so but so everybody's affected differently it's be like if you you know just on, off of a sun sign basis you know somebody was like I'm a Virgo I'm a Virgo too and that Virgo was like I hate to claim and you're just like wait what kind of Virgo are you then <laughs> you know <laughs> so you know there's that then that's because there's other aspects in their chart that affects them differently okay so you can just go by like you know you've got your sun sign you've got your rising sign and you've got your moon sign so your sun sign is going to be how you see yourself so um you know somebody said oh well you don't really seem like a virgo you're like you don't seem like a, a type pretentious so-and-so you'd be like oh well, that's because my my rising is Libra and I like to be a people pleaser <laughs> and then so and your rising is the one that is like what people see that's the, the sign that you know people perceive okay. um, and then your moon is your emotional state mm. so when the moon is in different aspects when the moon is full you're going your mood is going to be you know uh, kind of affected. <laughs> so like you said, your grandpa having headaches and migraines during the full moon and it was affecting him in a very, you know, in a physical sense, mm -hmm. you know, and some people it will affect them more like on an emotional and maybe a little bit cry weepy. Some people might be just like, uh, you know, lash out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know, those are all things to take into consideration. You know, um, I was watching an episode of deadliest catch, you know, with the crabs. And it was um, an episode where we had that super full moon, I think back in October of last year, November, something, we had like a, a, like a, it was just like a crazy thing. And so even on the show, Deadliest Catch on Discovery Channel, they were discussing how that super full moon had affected the crab catch. 
that the crab were a lot more active and there were like their pots were just stuffed full and that they found that when the moon is at certain aspects and degrees, no matter where they set their pots, the crabs were like going to it. So everybody had like record catches because of where the moon placement was and it was just the energy and it was the tide and so just like you see like the ocean tide like coming in coming out it does the same thing to us as well so you know people are just like oh no, i'm not affected by it but it's like but you can see that like how big is it in the sky in the sky you know how is it affecting the water how come all these babies are being born why is everybody driving like a jerk <laughs> <laughs> Are yep. you sure you don't you don't believe it? Yeah. Again, because you can't see it, so you don't think. Right. But we all know the moon affects the tide, so it can affect water. And yes. we are eighties whatever percent water. It's like seventy four percent water. <laughs> exactly. Then yeah. we are get affected too. <laughs> yes. Yes. I, you know. So th these are all aspects to you know to take into consideration. Um, if you're just like, well, okay, I'm kind of curious about my natal chart. You can easily just go on Google and type in natal chart. You know, you're gonna have to have your birth time and, and location available, which is funny that I even mentioned it because it was part of my post today for folks that I was talking about some planetary alignments. And I said, if you don't know your birth time and location, then this is a good opportunity for you to call your mom. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. It's true. I mean, I know where I was born. I think I know what time I was born. Yeah. So, but, and you need to have the precise time. I mean, you can kind of take a guesstimate and, you know, like the, the um, software will do its, its best for you. Um, but having the precise time then gives you the precise reading. Um, and then people can go on there and they can look at everything, not just, you know, their three, you know, major things of sun rising and moon. Then you can look up all like where the planets are oh, and wow. see how those affect, you know, what types of relationships that, you know, how you like to be loved and how you give love, how, you know, what type of a worker you are, mm -hmm. you know, how you react in um, stressful situations or how you react during conflict. They, they're all in there. And, you know, people will be like, oh, well, you know, it's not really a hundred percent, but I would say that it depends on how old you are. If you're mm -hmm. a little bit on the younger side, you're going to see that there's some stuff in there that like where the struggles are, are probably a little bit more spot on. Um, and then the older you get, you can look back at it and go, I, I did that. And I'm so glad I healed that because I don't, I don't behave like that anymore. Oh, interesting. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so like the earlier you are in your lifetime, you know, I would say like early, like younger than 33, you're going to see like the, where you'll see where the struggles are, will feel a little bit more spot on. Um, and, and where then where we'll like highlight where, you know, you like to do this and that, and you'll just be like, no, I don't. But then if you like move forward in your life and look at it and go, oh yeah, I'm older and wiser now. And yes, I, I actually do take you know comfort in these types of things. better. Yeah. You go yes. and you're so unsure. You, you've basically masked yourself. Yes. Full years to twenties until you start to realize who you are. You kind of unbury yourself in your thirties. Yes. And, and, and there, there is a planetary reason for that too. <laughs> it's called your Saturn return and you hit it at age 30. Saturn is back in its same spot where you were when you were born. And so you hit it and it takes it that long to get back to your spot. And so you hit it at 30 and that's why you'll find that lots of people in their thirties, like their very early thirties, 
feel this like existential crisis and they're just like, am I going through a midlife crisis? I'm too young for this. And it's because all the stuff that they have been through that they have shifted and it's now like a kind of like a snake shedding its skin. They are ready to be who they were meant to be. They're tired of playing the games. They're tired of, um, you know, the facades. They're ready to be and step into who they were meant to be. And it can be rather painful. Sometimes it requires like, you know, shedding friendships and shedding, mm. you know, jobs and locations. And so for everyone, it's a little bit different, but it's, you know, it's for their highest good. You know, we talked about at the very beginning of the podcast. And so, um, so yeah, so they go through it at 30 and then they'll go through it again at 60. So um, it's something to look forward to. But you know what? I remember going through that because I moved to Rochester. I had, to, I had to get away. I had to figure myself out at 30 mm-hmm. in Rochester for two and a half years. And when I turned 35 or 36, I remember... I remember waking up. I want to say it was 35, but it could have been 36. I remember waking up going, oh, thank God I'm on the other side of my 30s. Because that was brutal and horrible. Because I spent my time in Rochester. I was at a spa every weekend trying to find myself. Uh-huh. And I had a quote on my wall that I put up there when I first got there and it didn't hit me till afterwards. It said, well, the only journey is the journey within. But I not, when I just put it up there because I couldn't find one I liked. So I, you know, I put this thing on, stuck it on the wall. And when I was taking it down, I was like, oh, crap. And I was like almost 33 at the time. And I'm like, oh, man. I was like, that really was true. <laughs> yeah. It's like that, you know, forest through the trees type of a thing. Like you can't see it because you're just, it's, you are in the thick of it. Yeah. Um, and then it's when you step outside of it, you're like, ah, yes, now that makes sense. So it'll be the same for folks when they read their charts, they just, they can pinpoint where things, where they might have already worked through it, where they might be currently working through it. And then something to look forward to how it has shifted. Wow. Yeah. This is, it's so interesting. I mean, the reason why I wanted you on, because I don't think a lot of us realize, cause I started realizing even my cycle, my hormone cycle yes. affects yes how I get on, how fast I, you know, I get stopped at certain points. And then I started to realize I, it was recently that I, something had happened in the universe type thing. And it was, I remember reading like, okay, don't do these things at this time. And I was like, thank God I never did those things at that time. I started to realize how I was being affected Uh outside of what I could see. And I think a lot of us just want control so much. We want to believe that we can have all the control in the world and we might sit in church and pray to God, which we cannot see, <laughs> but we're not open to understanding that there are other energies that affect us too. And I think we should be able to monitor that because we could live better, make better choices, stop fighting when things aren't aligned. We're not feeling good. We're feeling crappy. Like if you feel crappy at the full moon, don't do anything on the full moon. That's your rest day. That's just go That's get rest day. Cut out a life. <laughs> just watch TV. But knowing that if you won't feel like, Oh my God, I'm not getting anything done because I'm such in a bad mood or whatever. But if you know what's happening, that's causing mm-hmm. it, it gives you a little peace. It does. It does. And you know, <laughs> if you have to put it on your calendar, like someone says like, Hey, let's go out on this date. And you're just like, Oh yeah, no, that's in full mode. I don't care if you're going to sound like a crazy person or not. Just be like, you know what? I have plans that day. Oh, what are you doing? I'm staying home playing with my dog. Oh, just like, no, trust me. You're not going to want to be around me that day. <laughs> you don't want to be around me now. 
you know, and, and that day's going to come. You're just going to be like, man, I'm so good. I took this, you know, I'm glad I took this day to myself or I took this half a day to myself, you know, because um, sometimes that's all you need is just like a little bit of, you know, time to collect your, yeah. yourself, you know, you, Get you don't need, energy. you know, yeah, yeah. You don't need a full 36, 48 hours, but I mean, yay, if you could take it, <laughs> but just even, yeah, I know. But just having like an hour to yourself to do what you wanted to do makes a world of difference. And it brings, it restores that balance back in your life. When I did that this morning, I mean, I had clients, but I woke up just in that. I didn't know why I just was cranky. I wasn't even cranky. I just was like, I was exhausted for some reason. I felt off. And the good thing about giving massages, because I have massage clients this morning, is that it's a very meditative state, space and it's a very right. healing space because there's a lot of healing energy. So I had five hours back to back of healing energy that could bring me out of it. And I, mm -hmm. I, I made a tea that I liked. I, burnt, I, I was um, diffusing uh, essential oils that would make me feel better. I put some yeah. on my neck. I did all the healing stuff so that I can return to the normal afterwards. Yes. Hey, and even if you do all that and you still don't feel quite yourself, then, you know, Call it a push walk. Back your, go back to that. <laughs> go back to that. Push back your, your next meeting, you know, do yeah. what you can in order to restore your energy. I get it. You know, life happens and sometimes it's like, I don't, I don't have, I don't have an opportunity to until 7 PM then okay. Like set, make sure that then at 7 PM that you are taking that time to yourself, that you're not now, distracting yourself with your phone or now you've, you know, put on something mind to me, go do something for yourself. Okay. It could just be like a nice salt bath. It could be reading like your favorite book that you've been like, it's been sitting there collecting dust on your nightstand, whatever, do something for yourself. That's like a, not a distraction, you know, or perfunctory, you know, duty. <laughs> yeah. Give yourself it, it, permission to rest and get your energy back to where it needs to yes, be. Heal yes. yourself first. Heal yourself yes. first. <laughs> yes. You know, there's that saying, you can't pour from an empty cup. And I mean, that, that saying is there for a uh, reason. I mean, it's, it's 100% true. It's 100% true. Well, I think you gave us so much to think about. Oh, good. You know, and even, you know, for those of you watching that, or this is all new to you. It's if we're not throwing it out there and be like, buy all the crystals and go no, get no, no, no. sure. But it's it's so that you know, woo, what would they call woo, which is so yeah. funny to me, is not just woo. It actually is our tools to help you feel more confident, feel more like yourself, understand that you are not completely in control, and that's a great thing it's you don't have to be completely in control there's a reason for everything you have a partnership with the universe you have a partnership with god and there are tools like essential oils and crystals that can help you keep your energy up stay more confident be happy and joyful yeah, <laughs> yeah i know there's there's folks that they're like well, well you can't be positive 100 percent of the time and i'm like you can't be in a negative space either so yes it's actually knowing yeah. what tools work for you. So for me, like I know my essential oils that are my go-tos. I know the crystals that are my go-tos. I know, I know when I just need to go watch TV for a day. Like mm -hmm. if you could, you know, as an entrepreneur, I can do that sometimes. I know when I need to go for a walk. I know when I have more energy to work, it's getting to know what's best for you and, and understanding that you are energy and your mood is going to go up and down depending on who you're around, who your yeah. friends are, who you're hanging out with, what you're listening to. Like if you're listening to, 
motivational podcast, you're going to be high, you know, higher level of energy. If you're watching a bunch of violent shows and reading the obituaries all the time, (laughs) might not be so positive. (laughs) Right. You might be a hypochondriac. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, it's, it's about what you surround yourself with and the tools that you decide to use at work for you. Yes. I agree a hundred percent. Yeah. I'm so glad I, we can talk about, you know, I could talk about this all day. Same. Same. <laughs> I'm passionate about it. You know, but, and that's, that's the thing is that when you find something that you're passionate about, you want to do it. Yeah. You know? It's not working. Anymore. Uh, right. Right. And I love sharing it, you know, um, and you know, for those out there that, like you said, that this is their first encounter with any of this, don't feel overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, do something that resonates with you, whether it's, you know, do the walk in nature, take your, you know, shoes off and feel the ground under your feet. Or maybe it's that you, you know, try some of that Epsom salt in your bath and see how, how you feel afterward. You know, you do what works for you. You don't have to go like, you know, full hog and, and like cover yourself in crystals. And, you know, and now you're like, you know, you know, living in an ashram or something. (laughs) (laughs) That is really going the extreme route. <laughs> that's, that's the extreme but you know there's people that are like I don't they think that that's that anybody who said who says that they have like a woo-woo or that they have a more spiritual um you know relationship with the universe versus a religious relationship um they think that you know oh well you know I wear nothing but you know white and I cover myself in a headdress and I'm a vegan but that's that's not the case no. <laughs> And for those out there that feel like they can't tune into their intuition and can't tune into the energy because they're not, you know, X, Y, Z that they read online, don't, don't believe that either. I don't care what you eat, what you do for a living. If you read the obituaries all day long, you know, you can still tune into your own divine messages and tune into what is, you know, what is meant out there for you. By simply, you know, walking, I, I journal. Um, I might do a devotional in the morning. I might journal. I might meditate. I mean, it could be five, 10 minutes in the morning of meditation. Yeah. If you're feeling chaotic, just stop and sit in a chair. You don't even have to meditate. You just have to sit there and think about your breathing. Yeah. Do it for five minutes. That's a way where you, the only way you can hear your intuition is if you get yeah. quiet. So all you have to do is find quiet and you get your energy back to you and your right energy and your balance. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it really is a partnership with your own energy. Yep. It's your mind and your heart and your gut working together. <laughs> Just lining it all up and you yeah. do whatever it takes for you. And even if it takes you five times of like calming yourself down in one single day, then by all means take it's those. Time. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It'll be well worth it. It, it, it will. It will. And that's where you get all the guidance and you know what, that's how you find out, get your clarity. Cause a lot of my clients come in. I, I don't even know what I want to do. And it's like, then shh, <laughs> don't yes. do anything. Be with yourself for a while. And it'll come to you as you spend more time, even if it's going to the movies by yourself or eating, it's just being with you and getting to know yourself that you'll hear, hear what you want to do. Or hear what it is that you don't want to do. Like, oh. Yes. You know, sometimes for folks, that's the first thing is they know what they don't want. Yes. So go ahead, cross, cross it off the list. Yep. Yeah. Put it, put it in the, in the con side of your pros and cons list. You know? Yes. The things that don't bring you joy. These things. Yep. <laughs> I don't want these. I want these. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. So they can find you on Instagram and Facebook at Angel Roots and Boots. 
Yep, and also on my website, angelrootsandboots.com. Um, I'm kind of like a, a jack of all trades, so uh, an intuitive reader. I also do, um, you know, uh, have a crystal ebook out there. Uh, have my channel blends that I call in everybody's, you know, the particular person's guides and what they want to create for them. There's ones out there that are already ready, set to go, um, that I will create for them as well. Um, I have a, a, a tribe, the Amethyst tribe, and in that tribe, we, we dig deeper. So there's the stuff that I put out there for everybody, you know, for the content for everybody to enjoy, but then I have the Amethyst tribe, and in that tribe, we dig deep. We, we go into some healing stuff. Um, people get goodies uh, for the month of September. Folks got uh, a free blend. And then every month, folks get their salty and sweet reading, which is where I pull two different cards. And one has some choice language, and one is very sweet. And um, But they play together very nicely, and they get readings for that. And like I said, we just we dig deep. We have a really good time. It is a... a um, you know, small community. So I'm able to, you know, devote my individual time to each person um, and help them out through whatever they're going through. But the way that it typically works out is that, you know, and you know this, Katerina, that the universe will call in the people who need to be together. And so we'll call in the people that kind of have like similar things happening in their, in their current lives. And we all just support one another. It's, it's a beautiful thing. And I'm, I'm so incredibly blessed to facilitate it. That's really cool. That's really fun. That's cool. I love it. Me too. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Go follow her on Instagram. Um, yeah, you check it out. You know, it's not everybody's cup of tea. And if Fridays are a little bit too salty for you, then you, know, you don't have to look at them. <laughs> the Wednesday's cards are really good. Wednesday's cards, yeah. Wednesday is uh, Wisdom Wednesday, and so like I said, today I posted stuff about some planetary aspects that are going to affect everybody for the next two years. So that was a big one. Um, but yes, I typically pull cards on Wednesdays, and Mondays I always share a crystal of the week. So this week I shared um, a beautiful piece of bumblebee uh, jasper, and so it's a cute, bright yellow, sunshiny, uh, looks like a bumblebee, and it has some like pop of energy and so it was the perfect one for this entire week for folks to help them uh you know navigate navigate the energies if you will tackle the day tackle the week yes tackle the week <laughs> <laughs> oh well thank you so much i appreciate it love thanks for having me i know me too <laughs> <laughs> all right y'all thank you for joining us for true drive revolution we'll see you next time Hi, Joyful Lady. Thank you so much for listening to the True Joy Revolution podcast. I want to invite you to join the Joyful Business Society Facebook group. This is where you'll receive coaching, support, guidance, and friendships, all the things you need to live your best life and become the CEO of your life and business. You'll receive VIP access to trainings and new resources, and even discounts on courses and coaching. So pop over to Facebook and search for the Joyful Business Society and join today. I look forward to seeing you in there. And if you liked what you heard today, help us spread the message by leaving a review for other women to see and be encouraged to subscribe. Your reviews go a long way with helping this podcast be seen by those that are ready to live life their own way. So thank you so much for helping us spread the love and helping other women embark on their own true joy revolutions. 
So thank you so much for being a part of the True Joy Revolution community. I really appreciate it and I'll see y'all next time. <laughs>